Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Clouds move through will be between 45 and 49 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now it is 36 degrees Manassas, 40 degrees at D.C.'s Metro Center. At 9.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Michael Toscano. And I'm Mike Marillo. Coming up. A fresh sign that the Capitals and Wizards may leave D.C. and move to Northern Virginia. I'm Dick Iuliano. But D.C. isn't giving up without a fight. Why hundreds of Metro workers could receive pink slips next year. After hearing about possible Metro cuts, riders react. It's a death spiral. It's not good. I'm Nick Ainelli. Congress questions the GSA and FBI about the process for picking a new headquarters. I'm John Doman. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Ukraine. Kiev's mayor says 12 people have been injured at a children's hospital damaged by destroyed Russian missiles. It comes just hours after Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was at the White House asking for billions of dollars in new military assistance in its war against Russia. CBS's Skylar Henry reports. With the second anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine fast approaching, President Biden is urging Congress to approve more aid to help Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Ukraine will emerge from this war. Proud free and firmly rooted in the West unless we walk away. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky spent the day in Washington, making the case for more funding as he met with the president and congressional leaders. In the Israel-Hamas war, talks to recover more hostages in Gaza have stalled. And correspondent Robert Berger reports... The Israeli military says it has retrieved the bodies of two hostages in Gaza, a young woman and a soldier. The woman was a model who was kidnapped from a big music festival during the terrorist attack on October 7th. Her family says she was killed by Hamas in captivity. Meantime, at the United Nations today, almost 80% of member countries demanded an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Emmy-winning actor Andre Brower has died. His publicist says Brower died after a short illness. He starred in Homicide and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. From now on, call me Velvet Thunder. Andre Brower was 61. Four women have testified at a Senate hearing on sexual assault and harassment at the U.S. Coast Guard Academy. More from CBS's Scott McFarland. In a statement to CBS News, the Coast Guard says it's urging members past and present to report any sexual misconduct. But the scrutiny is going to grow. The Senate talked about possible subpoenas for records and emails as it investigates the size of any alleged cover-up. The Food and Drug Administration has issued new warnings about eye drops. Details from CBS's Alexander Tin. Following dozens of recalled eye drops in the wake of an FDA crackdown on contaminated over-the-counter products, the agency now says it is out with new red flags it says Americans should heed when picking eye drops. The FDA says that any eye drops labeled as homeopathic or that are being marketed to treat serious conditions like glaucoma or cataracts over-the-counter are being illegally sold and should not be purchased. In Rudy Giuliani's defamation trial, former Georgia election worker Andrea Moss has testified that she feared for her life as she received a barrage of threatening and racist messages fueled by Rudy Giuliani's false claims that she and her mother, Ruby Freeman, had rigged the 2020 election results in the state. This is CBS News. 
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. It's 10.03 on Tuesday, December 12, 2023. 39 degrees going down to the mid and low 30s. Good evening, I'm Michael Toscano. The top local stories we are following this hour. Just a day after a group of Virginia lawmakers okayed the idea of building a new home for the Capitals and the Wizards, sources tell WTOP that monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin will appear together tomorrow morning. The appearance will happen in the rapidly growing Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. There are no details of a deal, but the Potomac Yard site near the river offers ample space and the new Potomac Yard metro station. Jaron Price, president and CEO of the downtown D.C. Business Improvement District, says losing the big league play inside Capital One Arena would be a major blow. Every year it brings you know more than 80 home games, more than 2.5 million people to our downtown core. And it contributes greatly to the economic success of the downtown. Teams owner Ted Leonsis has been in talks with the D.C. government to keep the teams in Capital One Arena. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. D.C. is not going to let Ted Leonsis take the Wizards and the Caps across the Potomac without a fight, however. Mayor Muriel Bowser and Council Chairman Phil Mendelson are introducing a new bill that would completely renovate and modernize Capital One Arena. Included in the bill is $500 million in funding from the city to be put toward the $800 million renovation project. City leaders also say they will expedite a review of the approval process for that project. Metro's general manager is out with a new budget next year that calls for dramatic cuts to the system that millions of people in our region depend on. Randy Clark says fewer people riding Metro after the pandemic and increased inflation. They have put the agency in the red by $750 million. Some of the proposals include increasing train and bus fares by 20 percent, meaning regular Metro fares could go as high as $7.20 for a trip shuttering 10 metro stations that see the fewest riders. Metro rail service ending at 10 p.m. seven days a week, getting rid of 67 of the 135 bus routes and reducing service on buses, and laying off almost 2,300 full-time metro employees. Randy Clark says that to avoid all these cuts, Metro will need a combined $663 million in additional funding from Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. You can learn more by going to WTOP.com. This is Nick Ionelli talking to concerned riders on the metro system, getting their reaction to potential service cuts. That would make the commute a lot longer, be a lot more frustrating. I enjoy living in the district and not owning a car and being near transit, but I might have to finally give in and get a car. I think uh, you'd have an uprising. And I think it wouldn't exactly help the cause of mass transit in the D.C. metro area, for sure. So I hope they avoid this. I think it's a really, really bad idea. And we're hearing from the governors of Maryland and Virginia, with Maryland Governor Wes Moore's office saying his administration is committed to seeking solutions to these complex funding challenges. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office says his administration is committed to working with stakeholders to ensure Metro's long-term viability. And D.C. Council Member Charles Allen, who chairs the Transportation Committee, calls the cuts a worst-case scenario. And he says he's confident that regional leaders agree that they can never become reality. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now to the latest on the political firestorm over the site for the new FBI headquarters. A top GSA leader testified before Congress today to explain 
and defend why Greenbelt was chosen over Springfield, Virginia. WTOP's John Donan has the story. This was a close question. Elliot Dooms, the commissioner of the Public Building Service for GSA, says in choosing Greenbelt... It was the lowest cost to the taxpayers. It advanced, uh, the one that advanced the presidential directive on equity and sustainability uh, the most and also offered the most project certainty. The person who made the decision was Nina Albert, who was no longer with GSA and chose not to testify. Before she worked at GSA, she worked for Metro, which owns the land in Greenbelt. The site selection plan gave the SSA authority to come to a different conclusion than the panel. Nicholas Demos is with the FBI's Finance and Facilities Division. But the consistent one-directional nature of the change is favoring Greenbelt cause concerns for the FBI. Subcommittee Chair Scott Perry says he smells a rat. We got to get to the bottom of what happened here. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why it's not the happiest time of the year for one big toy maker. It's 10.07. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. It's 10.08 now, and traffic and weather on the 8s to Bob Immler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Prince George's County, southbound of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, after Powder Mill Road, police are with the incident. Believe it to be a crash there. It's along the right side of the roadway, and it is causing a delay headed southbound from just after 197. On 704, eastbound at Addison Road, there is a crash along the right side. And then westbound on 704 at Glen Arden Parkway, there was a crash. Initially, you couldn't go north on Glen Arden Parkway. There's also a work zone in that area. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is without delay. And Beltway in Maryland is heavy and slow on the inner loop between the 270 Spur and Old Georgetown Road. You're getting by the work zone single file to the left very slowly. 100 eastbound uh, down to a single left lane getting by again tonight. After Route 1 toward the Baltimore-Washington Parkway past the work zone, and 270 is without delay. Now, in Virginia, 66 westbound after the Roslyn Tunnel. The work zone is set up on the right side. Uh, the delay there is cleared out, though. And northbound 395, two lanes get by to the left at Washington Boulevard past road work. I think they're starting to get ready to set up near Dale Boulevard southbound on 95. But northbound on Route 1 at Powell's Creek Boulevard, initially all lanes were stopped around a crash there. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Over now to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Temperatures here this evening under clear skies and with light winds will drop down to the lower to upper 30s by morning. We're down into the 20s to around freezing. Expect temperatures tomorrow to be just shy of 50 degrees with a few high clouds moving through. It is our next cold front for tomorrow, but it's not going to bring any rain or any snow showers, just some high clouds. Thursday, we're back to sunshine. Coldest day out of the week with highs in the lower to mid 40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 34 degrees in both Centerville and Upper Marlboro, but 39 degrees outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. 
Retail prices ticked higher last month, fueled by housing and services costs. The government's consumer price index rose a tenth of a percent, three-tenths excluding food and energy. Prices were up 3.1 percent from a year ago. Wall Street shrugged off the November inflation data as Federal Reserve officials began a two-day meeting. Dow Industrials jumped 173, posting its third highest close ever. The S&P added 21. The Nasdaq Composite gained 101. Not a very merry Christmas season at Hasbro. The toy maker shares fell more than 1% after it announced plans to cut staff by nearly 20% amid slumping sales. X, the social network formerly known as Twitter, is on track to bring in $2.5 billion in ad revenue this year, down significantly from previous years. X took in more than $4 billion for all of 2022. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, House Republicans are preparing to interview President Biden's son, Hunter, behind closed doors. More with CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. If you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed's all-in-one hiring solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Here's David Birkin, the Senior Vice President for Public Sector Transformation and Professional Services at ICF, on the discussion Empowering the Federal Workforce, Preparing Teams to Harness Data and New Technologies, sponsored by ICF International. Out in our business units, there is untapped, really excellent capacity in the IT delivery space, and we're putting lightweight control frameworks around them so they can work effectively doing technology things, but making sure that control environment wraps around them. Listen to the entire discussion on federal. News Network. Search ICF International. ICF is a global consulting and technology services company. We work with federal agencies to design and implement tech solutions that improve mission outcomes. We combine domain expertise, leading edge tech, advanced analytics, and human-centered practices. Our 2,000-plus technologists work with industry experts and over 30 platform partners to measurably improve program effectiveness. Since 1969, public and private sector clients have worked with ICF to navigate change and shape the future. Learn more about how ICF can help your agency at ICF. ICF.com slash digital. Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equalizer is here to level the playing field. Easy to rack slide, easy to control ergonomic grip. It's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15-round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about the Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacity sizes may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. With powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws to place under the tree, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Save $40 on the HSA 45 battery-powered hedge trimmer. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Now $99.99 was $139.99 MSRP. Offer valid for a limited time only at participating dealers while supplies last. Coming up, Maryland completes a perfect day for basketball in College Park and a pair of local soccer teams each make a pair of trades. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. 
The holiday season is in full swing, and to celebrate, Closet America is offering a fantastic deal. Hi, it's Chris Core. To celebrate the holidays, Closet America is taking 25% off everything with free installation. Yeah, that's right, 25% off their miracle closets, home offices, garage organizers, mudrooms, media centers, laundry rooms, pantries, and more. And always keep in mind that Closet America is not a big, impersonal national chain. They custom make all their products right in the Washington area so they can be there for you before, during, and after the job. Give yourself the gift of more room in your home this year with the help of Closet America. You really should check out all the details at closetamerica.com and then save big in December with their holiday sale of 25% off and free installation. Closet America. Everything in its place perfectly. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1015. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks for being with us. Big week on Capitol Hill as Hunter Biden is being called before members of Congress. The president's son was subpoenaed by Republican-led committees as part of their investigation into President Biden and his family's foreign business dealings. Hunter Biden has been subpoenaed to appear tomorrow morning for a closed-door deposition on Capitol Hill. Senior CBS investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge joined Sean and Ann earlier to talk about whether or not the president's son actually will go to Capitol Hill. We're still waiting for a final readout from the committee and from his attorneys, but they've laid out their positions over the last week. Hunter Biden's attorneys have offered public testimony arguing that these closed-door transcribed interviews can be leaked and the evidence in the testimony manipulated or distorted. The Republicans on the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee say that this is not a question where there's an option that the president's son is under subpoena and it's for a transcribed interview. And they argue that's the standard practice in this investigation as well as the January 6th investigation. A deposition first is kind of fact-finding, and then that leads the way to public testimony. Well, if he doesn't show, then what steps are Republicans threatening to take here? Well, they put out a statement uh, a short time ago saying that they will initiate contempt proceedings if he doesn't appear for the deposition. That's not something that happens immediately. They'd have to have a markup in one of the committees. That's about 72 hours. But they would start the process towards that eventual vote and outcome. And they're sending a signal that they are, in their view, not going to allow him to be held to a different standard than other witnesses. Catherine, at the same time, what is the impact of last week's nine-count tax indictment against Hunter Biden that includes the allegations of felony tax evasion? I think there are a couple of issues here. I think first and foremost, if you take a look at that 56-page indictment, it does call Hunter Biden a lobbyist, and it goes into some detail about his foreign business dealings, and it strongly suggests that they are investigating potential violations of FARA, which is the Foreign Agents Registration Act. It it requires American citizens to tell the government if they're acting on the behalf of foreign interests. So that, again, leaves the door open to potentially a superseding indictment and additional charges. The reason it matters for this House investigation is they're looking at President Biden and the business deals and whether there were violations of foreign lobbying laws or other crimes. So it's just another data point in what has become sort of an ever-expanding investigation. That was CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harris. 
A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky met with President Biden and congressional leaders in Washington today. He was pressing for more military support as his country's war against Russia continues. The United Nations General Assembly voted overwhelmingly to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, Woodbridge northbound Route 1 at Powell's Creek Boulevard. Still working with a crash there. Southbound traffic does get by uh, without delay, but northbound traffic was initially stopped around this crash. And they're now setting up on 95 southbound after Prince William Parkway and before Dale City. And single left lane is getting by the work zone now. 395 northbound, two left lanes get by at Washington Boulevard past the road work. And 66 westbound, now getting by without delay after the Roslyn Tunnel, uh, single file to the left. Things are in pretty good shape on 66 beyond the Beltway. And then Maryland on the inner loop, it is very slow from the 270 spur to Old Georgetown Road. Road work has you down to a single left lane getting by. 95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing well, same with 270. Eastbound 100, single left lane gets by pretty much without delay now approaching the Baltimore-Washington Parkway with that work zone. Hey, Prince William County commuters stuck in traffic on I-66. Again, find a better way at pwcva.gov slash my66commute. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. And to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear skies, calm winds, and our temperatures will quickly drop by early Wednesday morning. 20s to lower 30s to start your day. Chance for some patchy frost across the area. And by afternoon, we'll see our temperatures top out in the mid to upper 40s. Expect some high clouds, a result of a cold front that will move in. Eventually, that system moves through, and it's going to be a colder day on Thursday, probably the coldest of the work week. Temperatures in the morning 20s most neighborhoods low to mid 40s for the afternoon back to sunshine i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center it's 36 degrees at hyattsville 38 also in fredericksburg 38 degrees also outside the wtop studios it's 10 20 America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. Traffic takes a turn for the worse. You'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's a ski trip and an available all-wheel drive pilot, delivering presents in a rugged passport, or hauling a few toys for yourself in a powerful ridgeline. Find your new Honda during Happy Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 2.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Passport, a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Pilot, and a 0.9% APR on a 2023 Ridgeline. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter.
slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. This is WTOP News. It's 1022. Well, not all high school competitions take place on the field or on a court. At one local school, students are squaring off in their career fields from automotive to construction. WTOP's Kate Ryan spent some time with the cosmetology students. At Montgomery County's Thomas Edison High School of Technology, the Skills USA competition is underway. Cosmetology teacher Tony Kwan says this is a big week. Where the judges from the industry will be here. Senior Tanisha Sawo says lots of people don't understand there's classwork along with the hands-on experience. Yeah, I feel like people tend to think we like just come here, just do dolls' hairs, do each other's hair. Her classmate, 11th grader Rachel Salgado, explained. But it involves a lot of chemistry. It involves a bunch of infection control. A lot of the things that we learn are things that the students upstairs, the health students, learn as well. The goal is to get to the national competition in June. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Maryland leaders are sending out a caution flag when it comes to possible lead in Christmas presents. Experts say a very small amount of lead is all it takes to poison kids. Maryland's Department of the Environment tells Maryland Matters that lead can sometimes be found in toys, children's inexpensive jewelry and makeup, and items made in other countries are likely to be more contaminated. In the most severe cases, lead poisoning in children can cause brain damage, hearing problems, attention problems, and delayed growth. Children in Maryland are required to get tested for lead in their blood at age one and two. It wasn't that long ago, it seems at least, that Julia Roberts was nominated for an Oscar for her role opposite Richard Gere in the classic film Pretty Woman. Well, tonight, Pretty Woman, the musical, is at the National Theater in D.C., Here's WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley. The set is super fun. The lighting is so beautiful on the stages. You're going to get every costume you saw in the movie, all the iconic outfits. You know, her newsboy cap in the beginning of the show, the red opera dress. Ellie Baker plays Vivian Ward, the Hollywood sex worker who falls in love with wealthy businessman Edward, played by Chase Wolf. The famous jewelry box scene where she reaches for it and Richard Gere claps it down. Is that moment in the musical? It is. It absolutely is. And the funniest part is that Chase, he messes with me a little bit every night, and he never snaps it the same time twice. So every night, the reaction is genuine. Pretty Woman runs now through Sunday at National Theater. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. The saga of Asha, the Mexican gray wolf, continues tonight. She sparked debate earlier this year when she roamed far from her federally designated area in New Mexico. But now, after heading north again, Asha has been captured. Wildlife managers are now trying to play matchmaker. They're hoping she'll pair up with one of two brothers being kept at a federal breeding facility. And if that works, she could be released back into the wild with pups next spring. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
Bob Woodfork is joining us. Yeah, busy day of basketball in College Park. Uh, started with a blowout win for the Maryland women. Ended with the men's team beating Alcorn State 105-65 behind the breakout shooting performance they have been waiting for. The season best 14 of 30 from three-point range. Three of them from Jamie Kaiser off the bench as part of his career high 12 points telling Big Ten Network. Well, Coach Willard kept saying we got to continue the energy that we have from the Penn State game and then bring it into this game. We couldn't have a trap game, you know, led up against a people think it's a lesser opponent, but they're really not. They're still college basketball players, so we still had to continue to play hard and just do what we do. GW and Georgetown each won comfortably on their home court.